Hello, welcome guys. It's the Adam Friedland Show podcast. Give it up for our guest today, Robbie Hoffman. Hi, thank you for having me. Robbie Hoffman from At Midnight, the new At Midnight. The Grind At Midnight back? Yeah. Yeah. With a female guest. Do people even say like at anymore? I feel like that show came out when like hashtags were new. It's after midnight now. I don't know what it is. But you're the winner. Yeah, I I took the check. I was the winner even based on everything they had to cut from me. Wait, they cut a couple jokes they of cut, yours. A little bit of blue, blue humor. Few blue. You want to run those jokes now for the fans? It's the same format the show that it used to be. I don't know. I didn't know the old show. I never it's, heard of it. It was with. How uh, old are you? Oh, so you're all right. But yeah, but but you know, I don't know. And we can cut. Let's cut that age because I'm starting to act. I, I Are you acting right now? No, but I act. I, I had a part that's No, she's 28. like this. She's just like this. This is the way I am. Why can't I be she's the way I like am? She's just like this. She's just like this. Oh, oh, you, let's cut your age because you're... Why, why do we... Have, can we... I'm a I guess. Don't think they, I don't think they care. I'm a guess. I don't I'm think that I'm they a guess. care. I'm new to it. Come on. You know that in Beverly Hills 90210, those were. F- yeah, but you're not I like you're not like a hot young piece of ass. I am a hot young piece. She acts this way. I am a hot young. When piece I first of met her, cast yeah, I like, am a oh, hot young. Oh, I'm sorry. We thought you were. I am a hot we thought young you were piece 19 of ass. Year old. Just because I'm not your taste, Nick. There's a lot. And by the way, oh, there's how a do lot you of know? boys. How do you know? How do you know? Because he said I'm not a hot piece of ass. But that's his taste. So then I'm not his taste. You're absolutely 100% his taste. Am I your taste? Are you attracted to me? No. Okay. Anyway. Now, by the way, I do have some men in my DMs who let me know that they're. Yes, I do. I do. I do. I do. We'll talk after. We'll cut your age. I want to start here. Can you welcome me again? Welcome to the Adam Friedland Show with special guest. Robbie no, Hoffman. stop. Do it again. <laughs> Welcome to the Adam Friedland Show with special guest Robbie Hoffman. Please. When? I'm, no, I'm, I'm when? All, that's it. That's it. I knew it wouldn't We're be fun. Stop it. No, no it's okay, fun. So go again. Go again. You're a bully and now I you get a bully. little taste so of your own medicine. I can't. Right. I can okay, only dish. Okay, I can't okay, take. Okay. Start it again. Start what, it again. What, what, what age do you wait, want could, to be? Wait, what age, no, what, I don't want to talk. What's your fake age? Just tell this boy to fake age it so we don't, then, because we have to, we're going to have to That's talk how about we do something. the introductions. We say the age of everyone. Well, just because in case it comes up, we can be like, oh, well, you're, you're, well, you're 28. You're 19. You're 19. You're a 19-year-old hot young piece of ass. <laughs> can you reintroduce As yourself? A young, yes, a welcome, to the, welcome to the Adam Friedland Show with special guest Robbie Hoffman, friend of mine, friend of the show. Give it up Thank for you. Robbie. Thank you. Thank you. It really is the worst. That's when it's like, you fucked up. No, you fucked I think up? when I third turned uh, 33. It just sounds bad as a number. No, it's the age of Jesus, 33. Was he? Didn't he die at 33? Yeah, it's an age people die at. It's like, yeah. No, I thought 27 is the age. No, it's called 33. They call it your, like, Jesus year or whatever. 27 is rock stars, but if you're a moral person. Yeah. Yeah. Who else died at 33? Nick, you don't think I'm a hot piece of ass? I said hot young piece of ass. In like show business terms, you're not. Do you like, know? Do you know? You're that not men losing DM any roles me? by being. Do you? Do you know? I, I, you're a type. I didn't say do you you're. Know, I didn't say you, you're do, not attractive. That's do a completely you know, different statement. Do you know that I have boys who DM me? I'm not. I'm like. Say, I'm like. You're not Marilyn Monroe. You're like. Just so you're saying nobody wants to fuck me. I'm like. Everyone that's not wants close. to fuck. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying you. Robbie walks into a room. 
and every girl uh, girl wants to be her and every guy wants to date her i have men who say i'm into masculine girls if you were someone that was nobody's asking un- if you were untalented if you had no yeah. acting ability and your entire thing was like look at me i'm young just put me on camera i'm young then it would make sense like don't let anyone know Okay, can we? We'll cut well, that. Okay. We'll cut it. Nick, he said you're sensitive, but but, we'll but, beep. Yeah, but now we'll he's beep. not being sensitive. We're gonna beep the age. We'll no, beep. No, I it. don't want. I start it once more. For we'll, comedy, we'll no, no, no. For too. comedy, it'll be funny. I don't care for comedy. I'll okay. start my timer again. Okay, go ahead. Case. Go ahead. We're starting now. Welcome to the Adam Friedland Show with special guest Robbie Hoffman, friend of mine. A show for the ages. A show for say. the ages. Thank you. I talk about Robbie all the time to Nick. He's like, "Who's this Robbie?" Do I said, don't worry about it. It's I my, don't hear my much friend. about Nick. What are you talking? You don't hear much about Nick. I don't hear much about Nick. She. I thought you said to me when you uh, agreed to go. You asked me first of all. You didn't agree to go on the road. You said, can I open for you? Yeah, in, I wanted on I the saw road. You were doing dates. People in the queer community in L.A. They were mad at me. We're saying that I'm a member of the KKK and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that's what they said. How, what did you support? You were at a march. I, the only march I've ever been to is a women's. I went to a no. I went to a women's it's rights rally. What's Why would I be at Charlottesville? They say Jew, Jews will not replace us. What would I? I've been chanting that. I don't know. They will not replace us. Is there any theme today? Is there any theme today? The theme of today is uh, is Robbie with special guest on the podcast today. We're uh, talking. Uh, we're talking show business. We're talking. Great. Wait, you have a theme for your podcast? No, I don't know. I don't know. It's just I'm a podcast. podcast. You just talk. Great. Nick, you you seeing anyone? Uh, yeah, a periodontist. A periodontist. Yeah, What's Nick going just had on? a surgery. Welcome back to the podcast, Nick. He's been what gone was the last surgery? Week. You had a gum graft. I had a gum graft. You had a gum graft. Yeah. From failed. where did they take it? They take it from the top of your mouth. You know what? When I went skateboarding when I was a kid, I thought this would be my thing. I don't know why. You know, I never did sports, but I, you know, I thought, well, I'm kind of good at balance. I right away flew off of it. I gashed my whole face. I was gushing blood. I came home. My mother didn't kiss it better than She said, look what you did. Yeah. Look what you did. How could you do this? She said, you're going to need skin grafts. We were in the cab on the way to the hospital. She said, they're going to shave off your thigh. And stick it on your face. I think was she was talking ointment. about sex change. It was an ointment. I was I was good as yeah. new a week later. Yeah. I mean, did you say yours failed? It did fail. Yeah. It was pretty disappointing. I was kind of devastated. Does the does the periodontist give you money back for that, or what did he say they to should. them? No. I think they just said see you in two weeks. I guess for like an additional follow up. But they have to take a pretty big chunk out of like from your other gums. And now this tooth hurts and it feels loose, so I don't know. And he's not going to give you money back for that? This is malpractice. It's not necessarily malpractice. Malpractice has to be outside the standard of care. Uh, You would have a point. uh, I mean, there was a lack of informed consent because I was just told, oh, this needs to be covered. I wasn't. They didn't tell me. It only works like 90% of the time. You know that dentistry, did you see this new documentary about the Muse? those alt dentists. Dentistry is like such a scam. Mm-hmm. It's actually like not scientific. A lot well, of the a things periodontist is a surgeon, but a dentist is, well, I don't consider that to be a doctor. A it's a, it's a, if you have additional dental school you go to, periodontist deals with the bones and the gums. A dentist is just teeth. Now yeah. my question with the, so now it failed. They have to take another chunk? 
I don't know. I got to wait two weeks. I got to put it, honestly, it was like, it was pretty, I was in despair when they told me that because I tried to do everything right. I was being. Right. It's, I, was being, I have teeth problems. I, 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 I have like a complex where there's been times in my life where I try to do something right. And uh, by trying to like try my best, I really need something to work. I end up like it makes it worse. Well, that's you know like I mean? my new shoe. Gabby hates when I bring this up, but that's my new shoe theory. When you get new shoes, let's say when you were a kid and you don't want to scuff them, you have your shoes for the year or whatever, first day you fuck them up, but then mm. you never fuck them up again. But it's because you're thinking so much. Don't fuck them up, don't fuck them up, don't fuck yeah. them up. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, it didn't work. So I was, I was pretty distraught. And then he, uh, he could see that. And so he said, well, we'll like, he's like, well, you know, whatever needs to be done we can go in and we won't charge you mm -hmm. but he said we yeah, have to, he, we, he, said, he said we have to wait two weeks to see like what you know how it heals yeah and you can't get now you're gonna have a gash somewhere up here I that doesn't do. have gum there's a big chunk missing from the top of my mouth and that won't ever come back I no think, i don't think gums grow they don't if they recede they don't grow that's why you need a gum graft but the reason that happens is because that it's like uh gum tissue needs an underlying bone structure to attach to because it's it's receives like blood supply through the bone and stuff like that so when you have bone loss from periodontal disease then the gums just have nothing to attach so to. you have periodontal disease i've had i mean yes I, they say that you can't cure it it can be stabilized i had to get a root scaling and planing done years ago and then they don't like my regular dentist they don't tell you anything they're just like ah oh, yeah you got to do this like ah oh, we got to do this so I guess it's not like they sat me down there like you have periodontal disease. They told me we have to go under your gums and clean them out. I don't know what my periodontal chart is. I get x-rays. They tell me if I have cavities, but I don't like, I don't know what the pocket depth is or any of that shit. Um, I just went. So how did you find out you needed this? Uh, the periodontist, he took a look at it. He's like, that's got to be covered. Do you smile? Are you insecure about your teeth? No, not really. I mean, I went to get, I went to go see a periodontist because one tooth, and it's structural. It's because it, it's like when my my I never had braces or anything. One tooth kind of. You have to watch this mewing documentary. It's exactly. I, I know what that is. You know what, what is it is. It? What is so this? So there's this you press quack. Your tongue against the top of the there's mouth, this quack dentist who says that basically dentistry was founded like basically the first dentist back a hundred years there ago were was barbers. like we could do we could yeah we could do we could do braces and straighten people's teeth. But he actually forgot the root of the people's problems, which was that the, 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 the jaw actually needed to be widened, her teeth to fit. So we, we started just fixing teeth and fitting them into the jaw, sometimes pulling teeth, whatever. What? Instead of making like a palate, instead of widening the jaw. But he was so... Yeah, orthodontics, orthodontics mainstream a lot of uh, recession. A lot of issues, orthodontics. So he was so vilified because it's such a moneymaker now. It's such a business uh, braces, and this mm -hmm. is an easy fix. That type of retainer from when you have it as a kid, you'll grow, your teeth will grow straight because evolutionary, you know, mm -hmm. um, like, you know, issues were really at, 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 you know, at the root of this issue rather than the teeth. It's like, oh, we stopped keeping our mouths completely clenched with our, with our tongue. But For some that, reason, they of, used to be like this. Kind of just that a, would keep your, your, your jaw wide. Now we're, we're big mouth breathers. That kind of stuff, breathers. though, is like an intersection of, of being a, a product of like a for-profit healthcare system. Literally. Where, where you assume that you're just being scammed no matter yeah. what. And then you get into dumb shit being like, well, you don't need to see a dentist at all. You just put coconut oil in your mouth. Who no, knows? right. Then, There's then, somewhere in between. Get, right. And then, but then the, that stuff gets into this kind of like almost like sort of reactionary tendency where you're like, oh, well, 
it's it's actually because we've had we had these old traditional systems and that like mewing that that's like all yeah. part of like this looks maxing thing where you can improve your entire like physiognomy just by pressing your tongue against the roof of your mouth. What did you say? No? No, no. I was what? vaping and then he switched the camera to me and Oh I looked did like you an idiot. Change hats? No, I was wearing this hat before. Oh, okay. Yeah. What do you think of the hat? It looks like a like a like the kind of basket you'd see it like a yeah it does. Look I thought it was basket. more like a, I'm going to Boulder because uh, they have the best 420. Yeah, yeah. like I'm going to yeah. I'm finding Colorado I'm Boulder. Find a libations bar. Yeah, but yeah, I yeah. can see you and I have a very similar face shape. Uh, I have a very narrow face like this. Uh, so when I was watching something like this, I was going. I can see that because I've had cramped. You know, my problems I, I never cramped. needed braces, but when my wisdom came in, they just pitched this one tooth forward. And when it's when the tooth is forward, then the gums are... And it's funny because they did a phrenectomy also. Where they What's cut, that mean? They cut the frenulum, which is the tendon that holds my lip to my gums. So how low can your oh, lip that little, go? That little string at yeah, the bottom? Yeah, string at the bottom because yeah. that's like pulling on my lips. And when I was walking around, I could feel like every step you can feel. Because you don't think about it, you're like, well, my lip... my gum being like at an angle that would really cause that amount of recession it's like well yeah 20 years of every time yeah, your foot drops the gravity every time your fucking foot drops is tugging on it it's like yes, it was yeah. like when i got uh surgery when i cut my tits off yeah the first drive back you did that yourself or a doctor a uh, doctor did oh a doctor okay. and they had to do that to fix your face they exactly your so what happened when they i put was your titties into your mouth that's what happened mm. wow when I was your driving was like, home, the first... Guess what we're going to have to do now. <laughs> the first titties are coming off, and you're getting a new face. From skating. And everyone's the call first you time face. that I drove home, I could feel, because they sewed this power, you're basically your stomach back to whatever, they mm -hmm. from your tits. So now you're like this. And I could feel the pull. It's mm -hmm. such an awkward feeling to yeah. feel a body pull. I could kind of feel, you know, this is wanting to go down, and this is wanting to spring well, up. Everything has a sensation that you're just like, like, uh, so weird. like yeah, they're used to, basically. Uh -huh. like if, I think if, like, you know, people are like, oh, if I could be somebody else for a day, mm. I think just the sensation, the physical sensation of it would probably drive you insane. And That's true. It would yeah. prob you'd probably be in, like, a, a, a state of discomfort that you could never, like, comprehend. Like, even just the way your hair touches your fucking... Would How long have you been growing your hair? Uh, 35 years. Oh, you've always had long His hair? His hair grows... Since he's no, had hair, it grows and he gets cuts. And, uh, since we started the show, I just haven't taken care of myself. This is the first time I went to. He doctor. had a very long beard for a long time too. Uh, yeah. He looked like a, a chassid. Well, with the long hair. He well, looked like. Yeah, like a, the year started, so it's not. If, well, yeah. You know, Robbie grew up in Crown Heights. She was born. In wait, Crown actually, I guess if you're 34, it, the, so this is the year of the dragon. Yeah. I was born in 88. He was 87. Oh, happy Chinese New Year to our Chinese listeners, by happy the way. Happy Lunar New Year. Yeah. But for me, 88, your, your birth year, every 12 years, I was born in the year of dragon, this is the year of dragon out. It's actually bad luck. So it's going to be a terrible year. It's a terrible year. Yeah. And half the reason I went and got this done is because Chinese New Year. It was right at the buzzer. No, Chinese New Year, they say, make sure you get any dental work done before February 4th. Specifically that. You gotta go, if you have need, need anything with your eyes or your teeth done, do that. And the period was like, I can see you January 29th. And I'm like, perfect. And then I get <laughs> in there. Because um, yesterday was Lunar New, New Year, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. In, 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 for your, what is it, uh, Ben Ming Nian? I don't know what they call it. I think that's it. Is your, your birth year in mm -hmm. Chinese Zodiac. 
if uh, you like to, you have first of all, someone has to buy you red underwear, which no one has done for me yet. So if there's somebody, why do you show, ask? Uh, I would buy you red. I don't think somebody has to just do it for you. You can't. Ask. I'm not going to be buying you. Red you said underwear. someone has to, so maybe someone will. Well, I do have one pair of red underwear that was given to me for free by Mac Weldon years ago. All right, um, former former sponsor of the show. Yeah, but uh, uh, you know Chinese people will go get their teeth cleaned at the beginning of the year because you know it usually bleeds, and you or or they'll donate blood so that later in the year you don't piss off like the god of furniture arranging yeah and he like makes you get hit by a car or something uh -huh. so luckily with this I think maybe I've, I've shed enough blood that I the rest of the year I won't have to deal with any kind of physical ailments all right let's let's fingers crossed mm -hmm. do you believe in Chinese uh, that kind of stuff I don't know anything about it I don't really know anything about do you it. do regular astrology or you don't no, know anything no. about it either yeah how do you live in LA and not know anything about it well I know I'm a Sagittarius oh when's your birthday December 2nd oh, okay what, He's are December you a Sagittarius? Two. Yeah. So what do we know about it? I don't know. I think it's a cool one because it's like a centaur. Dragon is also We're supposed a cool to have one. a good personality. Yeah. You guys have two of the best personalities. Well, you said that we would be like oil and water, which we kind of are. No, I said that you guys are kind of the similar people. In what way? More uh, like bone structure, play, look, sure. general mm. look, that was, that was vibe. Crazy. I watched the Super Bowl last night, and I, you get the sense, first of all, halftime shows dog shit. <laughs> I disagree. Uh, Phenomenal. She didn't like it either. No, I like it. You know what I wish they would do? Give me one or two songs. The mm -hmm. whole song. Fine. Maybe not the whole, whole. Like, you, like you can shorten the beginning, the end. But, but. Who's the comic? Thirty who's seconds. The, clip. Who's clip. The comic clip. Is like they're always trying to put a black man in a dress. Who's that? Uh, Tariq Nasheed. Tariq Nasheed, not a comedian. Yeah. But they do that. Where it's like well, I mean, Cat Williams guys, also said that on the Shannon guys, Sharp interview. They put black guys in comedies and they make them, a, a, like they feminize them in a certain it's way. It's called buck breaking. Yeah. I thought the, he was the worst example <laughs> of that of all time now is making Usher roller skate during the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, they didn't putting, make him, he did it. They put him in roller skates. From what I understand, he is... He uh, that was coming the entire what's time. What's wrong with he's roller skates? Uh, he's, on the down, he's in the download culture, from what mm -hmm. I from what No, I no, it's a, yeah, yeah, it seems pretty I obvious. I mean, you know, you're in the community. I mean, I would assume that he is. You're in the download community yourself, No, right? I would, I, I would assume. assume why, because he's been in show business since he was 15. He just seems it to me. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I could be wrong. By the way, it shouldn't be. I got in trouble on a show. I was writing on, to call it a show is even an overstatement. I was writing on the Chris Gethard show. Oh, okay. Uh -huh. And um, we had somebody on the show there who I thought was a broad like me. We all know what that means, okay? And she was, hot you know. Hot young piece of ass. Hot young piece of ass. And we had this job where we had to sometimes write, like if the guest was, was, being interviewed like this, we'd have to write a lower third, like what it says on the TV screen yeah. for them. Uh -huh. So like Adam Phelan hosts, you know, that sort of thing. And I would always give they her a cute... They gave that to the writers to do that? Yeah, I would, get, I, would do a <laughs> I would do a cute thing. That was like one of the things we did. I would do a cute thing like, oh, stupid, drives a Subaru or, you know, has cats. Whatever lesbian... And I got called in saying, you, you can't insinuate that somebody is gay. And I said, what? Why not? What, what is wrong? You Are you saying there's something wrong with what being gay? What did you gay? write for the guest? Like, what's wrong with being called gay? Should I take that in a in a? What did you write? Bag? Light in the loafers. Oh, the scissors Friend occasionally. Scissors occasionally. Like, who cares? Straight was it not a, not a lesbian? It was a closeted. Closeted lesbian. Now an out lesbian, lesbian, by the way. Mm -hmm. And it's like I get in trouble. The thing with getting me in trouble 
is we're going to see who's getting who in trouble. I get in that meeting, I say, what the fuck is wrong with being gay or calling someone gay? Uh-huh. Do you have a problem? If somebody called me straight, I would not have a problem with that. See, it's so nice because, I mean, I, nobody's hired me or anything since 2017. <laughs> but if there was this Cancel nice little window where, like, they would, they would hire people not, you know, like, they would have to, they, they were being more conscious about who they're hiring. Right? Yeah. So you would have, you would have more representation. But then they would still hire one bad white guy. Like, that would be the balance. Yeah. So the one white guy they hire isn't going to be like, you know, Black Lives Matter. It's going to be the guy that's like, ah, oh, they got an extra bone, you know. <laughs> they always Dude, one bad boy. Yeah, right, exactly. A Kurt. No, yeah. but you know yeah. what I think? I yeah. actually disagree with that. I think the white guy who stays there is like the one enforcing the woke shit the most because mm. he's like trying to Nowadays, be subtle about yeah. the fact that he's Maybe the now. white guy. But they figured it out because like, it, you know, they had a, it, it kind of the sweet spot in 2017 when uh, famously the best TV shows of all time were, <laughs> were coming out. But uh, uh, no, I feel like... Was that when Schumer was win, winning Emmys? Mm-hmm. That was when Kurt was... Kurt was the good old boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, do you see the new Curb? No, Kurt. I, Kurt I couldn't make it through. Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Speaking of... Speaking of... What do we have? Guys. Today's episode <laughs> of The Adam Friedman Show is brought to you by Mando. This is a product that I have personal experience in using. Uh, it's from the makers of Loom Deodorant. We here. don't have it here. I actually do have these. Uh, let me re- let me look through that real quick. I'm going to make sure I don't the say copy. anything you're not supposed to say on here. This can't be going well. No, this is going fine. This podcast? Yeah. I'm well, having a blast. Oh, really? Yeah. We have Woody Allen on. That's great. What, when is he coming on? I, I've made two attempts. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he did Alec Baldwin's word Zoom show. I know, but... Yeah, okay, yeah, no, they did. They sent us the... That's what I have at home. They sent us the deodorant wipes, which I ended up using because I, I, so I was on opiates for a week. And Why? For the surgery. Oh, for the surgery, I understand. And I didn't shit for four days, and I had to, like, drink a bunch of prune juice. I have an enema sitting at home because I got really, like, desperate. Mm-hmm. And then I finally, I finally did. I hurt myself pretty bad in the bathroom. But then I, I was like, then I, you, then you have the opposite problem. Then it's it, all running, coming out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I shit, I shit myself. Luckily in the bathroom, mm-hmm. like two days ago. Yeah. And the Mando wipes were there, and I had to clean myself. How did it feel to walk a mile in my shoes? Well, I was kind of walking a foot. I was in. I was already well, in. You walk one foot. Men love to talk about shitting themselves. I'm uh, I don't. I it's in some like. It's it's I famously like shit myself. And Mando man, uh, helped me clean myself up and restore my dignity mm-hmm. in my bathroom after having. It doesn't feel great. You're in the bathroom. Can't you get in the shower mm-hmm. right away? You That's can. what I did I mean, when I, I was at Nick's I house. And clean, I, shit my I wanted to clean myself up first and then go in the shower. Yeah, just so I'm not yeah. like all yeah, getting shit all over the fucking running down your legs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mando whole body deodorant is the all-terrain vehicle of deodorants. It goes everywhere. Put it on your pits, package, feet, and you'll skin say, folds, man, back. Man, do I want to kill myself after shitting my pants? In the- 100%, yeah. Guys, this is going to save lives. It goes uh, on your penis, your feet, your folds, your pussy, your back, your knees, your everywhere. Body odor happens all over the body. So why are you just putting deodorant on your pits? Good question. Mando is... Powerful. It's clinically proven to control odor everywhere, but gentle enough for your sensitive bits, like your your balls, taint, pussy, asshole. Can we think of other ones? I don't know. 
your your where are we? Okay, special offer. New customers get $5 off the starter pack with our exclusive code. Did we get more than just the wipes? I think Ginsburg took the rest of that shit home. I, I don't, we, uh, he can't I could have used that today. Thought, did we already do a read with these people? No, I, I think this is the first time. So he, but product we haven't even been able to this like is show. There aren't any yet. other boxes here? I think the wipes was, well, the, hey, let, let me tell you this. The wipes were great. I, I cleaned yeah. myself up. There was. Okay. I want to give a shout out to my sister Chaya, who I I think really invented the using the wipe again. She was using baby wipes. I remember over ten years ago, she always had them in the bathroom. Baby wipes. They didn't sell them in other packaging yet, where they realized they could they could charge double like this. For it's men. just a baby wipe. It's for men. Well, it's it's for it's a man dough. Yeah, but there's a scent. And it's scented. And you can't. You say, oh, what? They just put a different smell in there. It's like, okay, you tell me how they did it. Yeah, tell, tell me, me, tell me the science. Tell me yeah, how what's the it. science, huh? Of what? Kaya. How do you add? Yeah. Use code T A F S at shopmando.com. That's S H O P M A N D O dot com. Code T A F S. Guys, this is uh, Nick gave a really good testimonial for how he uses it, folks. It was created by a doctor who saw firsthand how normal BO was being misdiagnosed and mistreated, clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for 72 hours, baking soda-free, paraben-free, I hate parabens personally, pH balance for safe use below the belt. Women need to always control the pH. Their, their vaginas are like, a, like swimming pools, kind of. They have yeah, to like do I mean, like a little test strip. PH vagina would be a good one for like PH, a, a novelist or a playwright. <laughs> PH vagina. Yeah. I think it's mostly when 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 we're having sex with men. Yeah, because I think that's when it gets fucked up. Because I've never had penis. to deal anything with anything like that. With a woman. I'm saying yeah, girls. You know, I don't. I don't. Well, have you can't to deal technically have actual sex personally. No, exactly. Yeah, it's just a mushing. So that's why. Well, we don't really do that either. It's mostly fingers, tongue, and toys. Is there a roll? Third back? base. It is. She's into washes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like it? Yeah, it's try nice. it on. I mean, try it it's on. It's kind of shocking. <laughs> why is that shocking? I mean, it doesn't on. fit with the rest of the outfit, I guess. Why no, doesn't no, no, it she fit likes with the rest nice of the outfit? Did you still have like a really nice watch? What's wrong with the rest of the outfit? It looks like it's from a gift shop in Dublin. He's talking That's to promo me about code TAFS and shopmando.com. Let's go back to this. Can you he's talking to me about my outfit? I'm, yeah, I look I'm like shit so much fun right I'm now. not wearing a continue, Rolex. Continue. Let's hear about the, her outfit and the Rolex. I think it looks, it looks nice great, with yeah. my sweater. It looks phenomenal. Uh, you know what? Nick, this watch I wear, every, I wear no. this watch every Is single day. Is that the Air King? It's just, yeah, it's a simple, it's a 1991 vintage Air King. No, she doesn't have a No, I don't, I don't, this, this, I think Steve Jobs would roll over. Good, fuck it. If he, if he saw that this is what they put out that still looks like an iPhone 3G just on your wrist, it should have, he would have put it out when it looked like this. Did it have Snoopy on it? Yeah, I did it have Snoopy. Yeah. You know, by the time it looked like a watch, remember when the Air Mac, uh, Mac Air came out? Right? He, he came out with a manila envelope, just an envelope. He was like, oh, I just have an envelope. He pulls out this computer, beautiful. With the watch, he would have, until it looked like just a regular watch, he would have just walked out and been like, what's the 10? Flipped it, and it would have turned on. Mm. But instead, they, th th they threw his old iPhone 3G onto the wrist. It's like nobody is fooled. What do you mean? It's just not a watch. It's, it's a phone on a wrist. It's, got it's a phone wristlet. It has Snoopy as your text. It's a phone wristlet. What else do you do with the neck? I keep track of where we're at with the reads. Yeah, stuff. can you do that? 
Yeah, it can do that. Well, can I, I try it on? It. Yeah. Looks so good on you. It looks really good. You know that I tried to help Maya get you one for, for Christmas. She's not going to spend that money. Why? She comes from I money. You barely have her spending at the apartment. You know that magazine DuPont Registry? Okay, no. but don't close it because your wrist, it, it's not much not bigger than mine, it. but no, it's bigger. I have a woman's wrist. No, he has such bad hands, but look how good that looks. Don't close it, though. Oh it's God. a very simple watch. We gotta get into stainless steel. No, that, that, I'll dial. never do that. I'll oh never be a watch God. guy. Feels so good. No, you won't. Feels so nice on this. Thank you. Thanks for letting me do Not that. Not at all. The when I when I first met Robbie. She no, I'm okay. A I'm first stop. Stop being prideful. Put I'm it not on being this prideful. Put it on this I, hand. My sense of comfort is being, my space is perfectly. <laughs> he's, he's 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 fucking. No, you respect being, his no. space. He's being he's being. Uh, he's my best naysayer. friend. You'd be respectful. I'm your best friend. You're kind of. Yeah, me and him are just business partners. No, that's not true. I kind of love. I I I'm in love with both of you. In kind of For similar ways, also. Oh, no, kind of reasons? the same. Kind of the same. When the two of you make fun of me... He wanted to try it on, but because I told him then to try it on, he said no. He's one of those guys. Because I don't think it's going to... That if I don't tell you to do something, you want to do... It as doesn't soon like as I want, know no, he has no, oppositional okay. defiance. Okay, I, I was be close touched. before. No, I, Nick I, has I oppositional defiance. You can't tell him what to do. He has to happen upon... Exactly. He has to happen upon things on his own. He's like a girl like that. He's like a girl like that. It's not a girl thing. It's just watch on. Exactly. So what am I going to be like, oh, wow, now I get it. We see. She said no, she understand. was we doing see. a nice thing where she said, try nice it thing. on and you'll be like. Try on my expensive watch. No, and you would feel maybe <laughs> nice. a little bit nice being you like, oh, the yeah, queen yeah. of England. Yeah, you, know, you don't you have a watch nice. like that, do you, fuck face? <laughs> she wasn't what doing nice it in a rude way. No, no. She was trying <laughs> see, to. See, his, no, she his insecurities come out. No, let him, let him. It all comes No, to, it's, it's not all projection. Okay, so. Nothing to do. Robbie DMs. It's not projection. No, You don't even know what that means. It's okay. She. Robbie DMs me. I meet her in a New York. We we got along, and then she DMs me. I see you're in Portland. Can I come feature for USA? Of course. Wasn't that fun? We're in the airport. I meet up with her. She refuses to take um, her mask off. This is years after COVID, and I say, "What's with the mask? It's you're actually at this point is kind of rude." And right. She, and you're like, "I can't tell you, big dicking me, big like I can't tell you." I just you. had my tits sewn onto my face. I just I can't, <laughs> no I, I can't tell you. But like you're, uh, you're, I cannot breathe your air, right? Eventually takes the mask off. We argue for four hours, straight up four hours, screaming at each other. And she looks down at my hands and wrists, and she said, "Your hands and wrists are pathetic." They're very small. They're very small. She highlighted pathetic. my number one small. insecurity, like with laser-like focus. Mm -hmm. What I'm saying is, the two of you, there's an intimacy to um, the way both of you guys make fun of me. Which is uh, comforting. How do you? It make makes fun me kind of, of feel loved at a certain point. I don't think I make fun of him. Yeah, uh, criticize, you? criticize, criticize. I, I was just it's, saying. It's as if you know me small. so well. It, it. I say things like you're. It makes late me feel loved. To your no, late to no. There's up. more. There's there's more. Uh, there's more. Uh, uh, Have you guys seen each other's penises? Probably over the years at this point. Have you seen my penis? Yeah, yeah, we did. We from the from the we from the uh, boys chat during COVID. All right, you we kept all sent naked pictures of you. No, okay. The, during COVID, my my friend Brian in a different boys chat started a game that we all started playing, 
where we would, the game was it's gay to send girls a dick pic, but it's cool if you send the fellas a dick pic, right? So we started in that voice mm. chat, and then I sent one, and then Brian said, are you puffed? I said, I'm not puffed, and then he sent Maya the picture. He said, tell me if Adam's puffed in that. Very funny. And so then I'm in a different chat with Steven and Alex and, and Nick, and I played it there. And so, yeah, I suppose Nick, Nick has seen my penis at this point. And what did you think of it? I, it, I completely just, I, I forgot until this moment. How could you forget? I don't know, I don't care. I remember my dad got up one uh, time and uh, his like ball hung out from his fucking underwear. And I, I can't forget it. Your father's testimony. And I probably was six. You never saw his, his full package? No, full package? Ju- just the ball, I believe. I guess you're not a boy. I saw my dad's dick a lot growing up. Oh, yeah, no, no, We changed that. Yeah, no, your dad kind of just walks around naked until you're like five. Or yeah, six. it's annoying. It's gross. Yeah. Yeah. He's Have just you like, seen yeah. your mother naked? I mean, well, I mean, we bathed together until. Yeah. Have you seen an your mother older naked? Age. I don't, yeah, well, my mom still just goes, like, she'll shit with the door wide open. <laughs> I used to, I she visited me and she was like doing that in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> I literally, I feel so bad when I think back on, on seeing my mother naked. We would go to the all girls uh, swimming at the Y and we would change in the locker room into the bathing suit. So maybe I'm also a kid, maybe I'm eight years old. I don't know how young I am, mm-hmm. but I'm a little kid. And she would change so freely. I was such a private kid always. I would go to the, the stall, the bathroom stall, even yeah. in the locker room and I would change there. And she, and her tits just, and I, and I would call her, I'm like, it's disgusting. Is she a big girl? I would call a woman, like, I was like, ma, it's disgusting in her hair. And Your mom's I just, a big girl? My mom is, is like I a mean, bowling ball. I she got ball. body? Oh, she's had 10 kids. I mean, her tits are massive milk jugs. She, Robbie, for the viewer, uh, she's a, she was born in Crown Heights. You were yeah. Lubavitch, and then you moved. You, to Montreal. Your parents divorced, and then you moved to Montreal. Yeah, another Lubavitch community in Montreal. Yeah, yeah. So Nick and I at Great Teeth, I mean, do you have any additional information on the tunnels you, that you want to share? I know the whole thing about the tunnels. Did you call me about the tunnels? Somebody called me about the tunnels. I, I think I texted you and I said that we, are, we need to protect our boys. Well, I think now it's, because a lot yes, of people I, think now it's I think now it's pretty known. But basically there's this faction. I don't know how interested uh, your, your, your don't audience Don't give the boring be answer. Give a funny answer. I'm giving answer. the boring, oh, because he talks 16 minutes about his tooth. I can't talk about this. It's you were job. asking questions about exactly. this. Exactly, I'm the guest. <laughs> okay. Okay, so thank I you. Invite you. Okay, so thank you. There's a faction in the Lab- Are you Jewish? Yes. Is he? Of course. I'm not Jewish. Okay. He's but Jewish. anyway, there's I, different I, kinds. I, you know there's different I kinds know of about, Hasidic. Yes, we right? know we we like, talked about the truth. I understand what the tunnels are for. They've already been told. A, Adam's explained it. I explained it already on the show. He's thrown it to you to give a joke answer. It was a joke okay, answer. But, but, it was like but at wait, midnight. What did you tell him? That these guys, that the Rebbe had plans to expand bigger, 770. Yeah. yeah. That's they don't not true. Get permits. That's no, not true. They, there were these. That's not true. What is it? So what give us the truth. What is it is there's a faction when the Rebbe died, uh, uh, everybody, you know, mourned him, but there was a small faction of Lubavitch Jews who considered him the Messiah, the Mashiach. Mm-hmm. Myself this, included. This faction grew a little bit, a little bit, and they felt like this is his temple. That's where he was the rabbi. That's where he was, you know, the, the Alter Rebbe and all that. And they wanted a bigger place for the idea of him being the Mashiach, the Messiah. So yeah. they were trying to, re- yeah, uh, not expand what was already there, but make almost a separate space under there. 
um, and eventually maybe take over the rest of it. I don't know about that, but they were trying. They're, they're, you know, there's now infighting a little bit, some who believe he was the Messiah and some who don't believe. Most people don't believe, but the few people that believe were trying to make more room for that. Mm -hmm. Why would you believe that he was? I know. I mean, it's I like, know, everything then it's is like, still I, shit. If you, exactly. It's like, well, then fuck this. I mean, stop. Well, then you're Christian. No more religion here. Yeah, like it didn't come. Yeah, it didn't do anything. Well, like then it's coming if, back. If Christ like came Jesus. back, if Christ, if there was a second coming of yeah. Christ, right? And, and he's like, oh, here I am. And he proves it. He's the son of God. And they're like, great. So like, can you he's fix anything? Earth. He's like, nah, I can open a fucking CarMax franchise. Right. Yeah. That's about it. No, well, wouldn't it, it be the bizarre. third coming? Because he died and then he came back four days later, no? Yeah, but the second coming of, of Christ is, is... Yeah, the mes messianic age. war with, yeah, with, uh, with uh, the Antichrist. Uh -huh. What's the Antichrist? The Antichrist it's is... It's probably one of the two of us. Yeah. In, in Have you had Shia LaBeouf on yet? You know, he's a Catholic now. I'd love to have him on. You want to know about the Antichrist? Yeah, what is it? Ask Nick. Yeah, the Antichrist, the, the, all the Christian Zionists, they believe that uh, there's going to be, a, uh, the third temple will be built. And that the base of Migdash? And the, the Antichrist will put himself in the throne of, of God in, at the third temple. Mm -hmm. So can't we get on with just building this temple? That's, what, that's what evangelicals want well, to do. Well, that's what I've said. Oh, so they have so much money. They build all kinds of this churches. This is Nick's plan for peace in the Middle East. So are they building it or what? First of all, here's the thing. Israel can go into Gaza and they can kill two million people. They right. can do that and there will not be any kind of meaningful consequence. The Arab world's not going to do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. not going to be any. So the humanitarian solution is for Israel, likewise, to just blow up the Al-Aqsa Mosque and build the third temple. Right. And get, they need the red cow. They a need a less, red cow. A lot less people will die. The Arab world will do nothing except get mad. There might be like a little bit of terrorism, but nobody's going to yeah. die. You build the third temple, and then nothing happens. And then we can stop. But where's the third temple? Because like people like Joel on Olson or all it's on the mount. You have to build oh, it has to be somewhere the, specific. It's okay, because I'm saying mount. they're building huge churches now. There no, must no, no, be a no, temple no. that you exists you already. You got to build a big dash. Okay, you got to build it where the. Do we have a base of Migdash again? No, they have to do it there. Oh, it's it's the Jewish third temple. Yeah, the Jewish third temple, and that's evangelicals are breeding the red heifer. In Texas, they're breeding a red yeah, that's, cow. Yeah, that's what kind of drove because it. That's what, that's you what need cranked to make it to a sacrifice at, at, the, at the base of Migdash of a red cow. Because it says in the Bible. I that, feel like they should have been able to do this already. That, well, Nick's saying they should try. They at didn't least. have enough. They, first of all, the cows didn't even exist in Israel until the 1980s. But they can't sacrifice a different cow? No, it has to be a red heifer. And it has to be, you have to have a certain amount because you need See, that. You need that to purify all of the, the Jewish diaspora. You know what my whole thing is? Listen, there's nothing I, um, there's nothing I don't believe mm -hmm. to a point of, like, if you told me there was an afterlife, I'd be like, sure, there, that's, that's just as plausible as you us being Santa? here. believe Santa? Like, whatever. You said there's nothing you don't believe. I, it, it, look, it could happen. I don't know. Yeah, okay. okay. Santa could happen. It so could, this doesn't I don't exist know. currently, but there could be a Santa. I don't know. I haven't seen anything. But bottom She's line, I'm How about the Nightmare to, Before Christmas? Do you believe that? that if is. there's Halloweenville, Halloween Town, and then is Christmas. Is it possible for Jack Skellington to go to Christmas Land and then become Santa? 
if there's an afterlife, it's as possible as that we're here. Okay. My whole thing with organized religions and their narrative like this, they need a red hat for cow or this and that, is like how specific. Like I could understand to a religious person, okay, yeah, maybe there's something greater than us, it, whether it's a god, it's energy, it's whatever you think, I'm down. But to say like there's such a specific narrative, it's like Mary married this and had a baby and then, you know, it's like, and the, and the son and the, you know, it's just like, it's too specific, the red heifer and this, it's like, it's too specific a narrative. If you had something more general, well, I it's can the, understand It's the that. specificity that sort of bolsters the belief. That's yeah, it's like a story. From, from it makes the outside, it into well, a well, story. No, it's not because it's a story. From the outside, you're like, yeah, they need a red cow. I mean, it yeah. just seems absurd and crazy. But if you're in the religion and the source of all of the red cow stuff and all of that specificity is also saying, over 75 years, these things will happen. And they seem specific, but you could like vaguely apply that to different times in history. Then these people, that's their entire community. It's like, okay, the state of Israel is created. Like uh, there's, there's a, a war from these outside nations and mm -hmm. Israel wins despite all odds and like all of these things. It's like the, the specific... Oh, so that was called sometime before, and then all these things are happening. That's why I think it's on the rise, is because a lot oh. of it, a lot of, and it all comes from like Ezekiel and Revelation. So these so were like predictions that now we're that seeing. That are in the Bible. Saying. Oh, okay. They're, they're, so evangelicals in America see this and they think these, oh, this is, oh, it's happening now. Yeah, but you know? I mean, at the, at the bottom of it is just like a very basic, like uh, thing that's true about human psychology is that your brain is designed to solve problems and see connections and things. And so, like, there's always, especially if you're already involved in the religion, but you're going to look at something that says, like, oh, it says all of these things are going to happen, and you're going to try and make that true. Right, exactly. It's like, it's like when you start looking, you know, it's like, oh, I always, you know, I have a lucky number. I'm starting to see it all the time. Well, you're more in tune yeah, to right, looking right, at right, it. Right, 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 yeah. mm -hmm. But they can't understand something so simple as that? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's mm -hmm. like the, the, like, it'll, the I, idea will continue to persist. But the humanitarian secular answer is literally to just blow up that fucking mosque and let, like, just build the third well, temple. Well, wait, uh, that force. mosque, can't that just be the third temple? What is it no, now, the no, mosque? No, it's a specific design for the oh, temple. Oh, really? But it's okay. also, it's a mosque. It's, it's not... It's a temple, though. It's not a... Yeah, but oh, it's it has not, to be a synagogue. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has and it to has to be, to be where that mosque is. But how long has that mosque been there? Uh, since uh, Sin 1,300 years. So it's been there forever. So yeah. why would it also be there? The second temple was destroyed in the early turn, like right oh, after the year zero. Oh, and they built the, the mosque zero. over that. Like the what year? Did they build uh, the mosque over years that? Later, okay. It was, yeah. it was uh, the what was the Babylonians that destroyed? You know what? The I feel temple? like Hashem. I feel like God would understand if we built a third one. Let's say you believe this. I feel like God would understand. Listen, it was already a thing there. We moved it over a couple of feet. Yeah. And we built it here. Like, what kind of a god is not like, unless you get me my exact thing, what is he like, King Tut? Well, no. a god from 6,000 years ago. Yeah. The god from the Old Testament is like a, like a, like a messy bitch. No, literally. I it's mean, like, it has to be exact. completely different. Like, can you he imagine, has like the can designs. You imagine, can you imagine is he going gay... back to biblical times and trying to He's explain, explain Sandra O oh to them? <laughs> like just, yeah, it's like, you know, well, she's like an actress. She was great in Sideways. Yeah, people, yeah. <laughs> oh, she was. I watched that on the I love that movie. Yeah. I, I love that movie. I have seen it, and I thought, you know what? I when I saw it. it, I was a kid, 
And I, I thought it was so boring, mm -hmm. but yeah, I didn't know what the hell was going it's on. It's so good. I watched it recently. It's so good. I watched it in Tampa with Caleb. It's really good. It's so us. It's really good. I want to do a trip so like us. that with Nick one day. Mm -hmm. Speaking of. Yeah, speaking of. Oh, okay, I'm getting water while you do this. Okay, speaking of. I'm going to get do water. Do you want water? Okay. I'll get you water. We were on on, oh, whoa, whoa, we whoa. Were on, on a bad start. I'll get you water. You'll see. Can right. I, uh, make sure to use the cool setting rather than the cold one. I make. am yeah, using cool. the cool. Because if it stitches, the middle button, it's, this is a medical he thing, okay? It. Do you see this guy? The uh, middle button, I got it. Okay, guys, ever tried to break a bad habit and felt like you're climbing Everest in flip-flops? Yeah, we've been there too. But here's the breath of fresh air, fume. It's not about giving up, it's about switching up. Fume takes your habit and simply makes it better, healthier and a whole lot more enjoyable. Fume is innovative, award-winning flavored air that does just that. Instead of vapor, fume uses flavored air. Instead of electronics, fume is completely natural, and instead of harmful chemicals, fume uses delicious flavors. You get it. Instead of bad, fume is good. I love that, I love that line of the copy. Welcome back, Robbie. Thank you. You gotta get, you gotta, where is it? Give her one. Here, Good Robbie. One. Here's the product. What is this? So it's flavored air. Oh, I love. I've been saying they, <laughs> they should have us, something like gave, this. They gave us a bunch of these, so you can take that home with you. That's Wait, I've been saying they should have this. So try it out. So open it up. The packaging is really nice. Really nice. These are the packaging. cores. So you got to put it in. <gasps> it's very artisanal. And look how heavy that is. Mm -hmm. Feel that. That's part of it. And exactly. feel Look like, how heavy feel that the action is. Feel on the this. Twist. It's got a fidget thing too. Feel how heavy this I is. I know. It's nice. It's natural materials. Really nice. This this is like substantial. That's actually why I wanted you to try on the watch is to feel the weight of it. Mm. I love something that's a little hefty and substantial. I have a dress watch that's very light that I love for that, but I love feeling like I'm ready to go. No, what? My, so my dress these, watch was nothing. It's a go. Hamilton. Here you American go. So this, the, this flavored core is crisp mint. Load that into the fume. Merry it's Christmas. like loading a gun. Merry crisp mint, everybody. Merry Am I Christmas. doing it right, though? Yeah, load it. Oh, my it's like God. Loading Do you a see? Fume. It's like loading a gun. Okay, and see the bottom? See the bottom of the wood? Yeah. So you can control the amount of air that you're pulling. So oh. I like to choke it down, uh, like, only a little bit of air, so it feels like you're really pulling on that. But where do you, you don't blow out? You blow out. There's, There's no vapor. You're not supposed to say either of those. I no, think. it says instead of vapor, it's flavored air. Oh, okay. But what do you do? There's no, I want, um, I, you know what I do want? A little bit you of want that is what you want. You want this. Perfect, you want this, I, Robbie. Wow. No, I, the taste. How nice it is. The taste the first time you tried it. Wow. I don't think I, this is perfect for me. Just, it's amazing, isn't it? The taste is great. You know what? <laughs> no. Look, we already had to. Have you had a? We had to redo the first ten minutes of the podcast over your. Okay, well, fine. Time. You want to start on a new start, so I'll say no, exactly. No, no. This is exactly what I've been looking for my whole fucking life. Exactly. Is this to blow air that has a little bit of a gum in it? <laughs> Thank you, Robbie. <laughs> okay, think of a refreshing herbal tea. If it is a great, it, it really is a great thing to play with. That's what that's Is this ruining is. this? No. no it's you can do it all day. It's like a fidget spinner. 
I did the same thing. I picked it up. I'm like, oh, it's kind of like a fidget spinner. But they designed it like that on purpose so you can fidget with and it. And what's, like, this has, like, two pieces. Is that anything or just designed just to hold it? Yeah, it's nice yeah. to hold it. It's you incredibly well-weighted. It's perfectly balanced. And it's extremely fun to fidget with. Yeah, it's like two. You can have it, like, if you have, like, a string or something, you can... Yeah, I'm a fidgety type of yeah, person. It, I fidget it, with my hair. It's really, this is helpful it's for me. It's designed for people with, with, with tactile fixations and all. Yeah, because I, I do this with my hair a piece since the third grade. And my teacher said that I would go bald by sixth grade. I never did. So I continued to do it. But it's not, it's not great for my hair. It's no question. No, it's not great. So, guys, here's the deal you start your year off right. Does it give you good breath? It does feel kind of minty. It kind of, it fills your mouth with a good flavor. Uh, and it's guess what? Fume. Fume just released a magnetic stand for your fume, so there's no more losing it around the house. It's built with fidgeting in mind. You could spin your fume around on it, okay? So start your gear off right the, uh, with the good habit by going to try fume. That's F-U-M-T-R-Y-F-U-M dot com slash T-A-F-S. And getting the journey pack today. Fume is giving listeners of this show 10% off when they use my code TAFS to help make starting the good habit. It comes with three in the pack. Three in a pack, and they have multiple flavors that are phenomenal flavors. I don't know how, I don't know how long those things last. It says too. three days, and they give you three. So this is okay. like a. No, 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 this no, is no, 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 you can't, you can't say. I've been doing so good. I know with this it's not your app. fault. It's not your fault. It's not your fault. We had well, a phone call. Okay, show. like they, they're mad at you. I, I will go yeah. back through it and we'll we'll make the. We'll I clean think I made up. it so good. You didn't do anything. You made it incredible, and you a lot of that is. And great. it matches what I'm wearing. It's kind of classy. It's classy. It's, it's got right. real natural keep materials. Wood. Thank you. I'm gonna keep this. Start the good habit at try. I see that stand. Fume dot com slash t a f s. You know, you know what makes me think of? Remember, you don't see them anymore, but you know the thing executives used to have on their desks. The uh, oh yeah, the, the like, pen quill. No, 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 the the, the bird. Yeah, that. Oh, I no, love no, like that thing. Yeah, yeah, I love that thing. I love that I love thing. Not the Newton balls. I love that thing. Yeah, yeah, the this thing. No. No, not the drinking now bird. Now can I have your it real vape? On its Don't you think now that the commercial is over, if it had a vape, but no nicotine, that would be perfect. We'll we'll wait till to say that word. We'll clean. Don't worry, you you're phenomenal. You you're know great. what? I've watched your show. Which Most one? guests they get questions, this and that. So that's the talk show. You're on the Adam Freeland Show podcast. Is it video? Yes, yeah. it is. Both are video. Both are video. Yeah. And they so go on the same you can't channel. ask me questions because we're not. I'll on ask the show. you questions. Okay. Okay. So Robbie, Nick, did we do okay on this fume? Yeah. Yeah, we did great. Good. We did great. So Robbie. Yeah. yeah one of these things, a bird that balances them. I love I that love fucking that. bird. Yeah. What is it, magnet or weights? Yeah, I think it's just a weight. Weight. Yeah. Yeah. I love those kind of things. Yeah. Nick, did you like those toys that like were like uh like two like things interlocked that you had, it was like a puzzle? The puzzles, that, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You were yeah. good at those? Well I don't know if I was good at them. My dad was always really good at those. That was just like remember how the mall used to have like a discovery store? Yes. The mall would have there's that and maybe there's a Smithsonian store. Uh -huh. I miss fucking around at the mall and poking yeah. it. You know, you go into the Radio Shack, you Brookstone sitting on the massage chairs. Yeah. 
Like I he love just cuts the round. I love them all. Anyway. Yeah, what? 07 recession. The things we lost. We really did lose that. A lot of stuff. That culture was great. Yeah. Also you grew up right by a mall. Yeah, and then that mall, that they did not survive the 07 recession. You know what it really killed was like the mid-tier um, like restaurant, like Ruby Tuesdays and Bennigan's mm. and all of those places. Like, uh-huh. like, I just want to go. I guess Applebee's is the only thing that And Chili's. Which they're all shitty. They're so bad. But you used to have options. Mm-hmm. They're so you know bad. what I mean? It's like, should we go to Chili's? It's like, nah, let's go to Chevy's instead. Mm-hmm. Or Chi-Chi's. Yeah. Chi-Chi's just makes salsa now. Carrabba's is still around too. It's not Macaroni Grill anymore. It's just Carrabba's Macaroni Grill is now Carrabba's. Mm. And they run ads everywhere now. I've been driving a lot and listening to the radio. Mm. Yeah. So, Robbie, mm-hmm. you're from Canada, right? Yeah, I grew up in Montreal. Do you have an 01? No, I'm a dual citizen. Oh, I was born right. in New York. My oh, mother right. is from Montreal, and so I was born a Montreal. dual citizen. Montreal. Yeah, I was, Montreal. I was hated the way they said it there. How do you say it? Well, they have to make it like stinkier just because of French. Stinky French. Why? Yeah. How do they say it? Is it Montreal? You know, I asked, I asked a French Montreal. friend of mine from Paris what it sounds like to him, and he said it sounds like shit, the way you guys speak French. What do you want from me? He I said it sounds like a... My mother was divorced. She was beaten to a pulp for 13 years. <laughs> Good, I'm not saying... Uh, I grew up without a father. We went there. We, 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 I'm we not saying poor. it has nothing to do with your... Okay. Uh, I share <laughs> all my sisters. We had some cat for the mice. Uh-huh. I, I don't know what to tell you. No, what I'm saying is I the accent there, to them sounds to like it's it. from the 1800s. Well, it was very bad. We, had, we didn't have French, and we were forced to learn French last minute. You can't pick up a language. How's a, your French? It's good now, but it was really hard when you're suddenly going to French immersion school. You're learning math and French. Did you have to learn other things like menage a trois and stuff and having an affair? and We did do that in sex ed. Smoking cigs? Yeah I, yeah, I smoked a cig in high school. Yeah, you learned like more of a French cultural. Yeah, but it was, you know, French, Montreal French culture is just disgusting. It's like redneck I mean? speaking French. Yeah, it's, it's kind of really nice. the role... Um, there's a real big rift. Don't they like the not have a phone? word for like car? <laughs> auto? Yeah, because it's like, uh, well, that's English. No. They say the auto. The cognate. An auto. What's the word then? They Sorry, have I word for car. I pulled my stitches again. No. Oh, man. you pulled it? Yeah, you're like fucked up. He's playing hurt right oh, now. No. Uh, the Do we have ice? What, what should we be doing for this? I'm fine. But aren't they like missing words because like the French was imported like 200 years ago, so they didn't. The French is so dirty there; it's very like dagues, and it, it's red, one of the red, you know red, what? Red, I'm I'm biased because when you grow up an anglophone there, and it's such they're so mad at you that you're not learning French fast enough. Like, hey, you learn French, but my accent isn't good. Mm-hmm. Like it's uh, it's a second language, you know? It's it's not it's actually a third language. So for me, so it's like. I'm doing the best, and it's not good enough for them. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, I remember then I finally knew French. I'm working now in Montreal, one of my first jobs. And we go out after work, a sink, a set, five you're to a, seven. You're an accountant? Yeah. And we go out, and the waiter comes. And I'm speaking French with all my colleagues, whatever. The waiter comes, I order in English. I said, why'd you order in English? You know, I'm a shit sister. But I said, ah, I prefer to speak English. And I told it to my French colleagues, and it's like they're insulted. It's like... I actually don't love speaking French. I prefer to speak English. It's not, it, they take it so personally. It's like, it, it, it's nothing to take personal. I also don't like playing soccer. It, it's not, 
Yeah. What, should I lie to you and say, oh, I'm And they all speak English, too. They speak English, but they make it a point. It's the same in Paris, too. They're rude about it. Yeah, it's like rude about it. It's like, bitch, I learned the shit. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be perfect. You don't speak fuck all. Mm-hmm. Your English accent sounds like trash. Yeah. I asked so a French it. friend of mine recently to, to do, like, you know how we do, like, a stereotypical Chinese accent in yeah. English? I'm like, what does that sound like, the French version? Yeah. To do a real stereotypical... And I asked Chinese, and he did it, and I'm like, that just sounds like French to me. And I was like, can you do, like, an African accent? And it, to me, to my ear, I was like, that just sounds like French. And then he did Belgian, and it was like... And it was, like, so insulting. And I could tell, I was like, oh, they look down on these people and think that they're the absolute biggest losers in no, the entire Montreal world. No, Montreal has such a... They, the French there... Just in Quebec, they have such an inferiority complex. Like, they think, like, they, you know, I grew up, like, hating Toronto. Like, you were supposed to hate Toronto. I moved to Toronto. They, they, they embraced me with open arms. Yeah, but those people are freaks. Okay, no, they, they embraced me. It was great. I loved it. But it's like Toronto's not talking about Montreal that way. Mm-hmm. Toronto's like, Montreal's a fun place. Like, we go. We go for a weekend. We drink, whatever. It's like in Montreal, ah, they, they hate the rest of Canada. It's like they're insecure about something. That said... It is a better hometown to have than most. It's the best city in France. Like if I get or if, in uh, if, Canada, if, if I get to you know I get to bring my girl my home that we're going in May, God willing, I get to bring her to Montreal. It's like way better. She's bringing me to Denver. No yeah, Denver is crap. No, but do you know what I mean? It's like at least I'm bringing her somewhere fucking amazing. Nick loved loved Montreal. You did. What are you doing now? I'm oh, checking to see if the, if the I'm okay here. Uh, sorry. Are you okay? I don't know. I gotta, I'll make a follow up. But, uh, I mean, Montreal was fine. You went on the boat, on the rowboat with Stav. You had a very romantic day. Yeah, I mean, we just had, had something to do during the day. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of, uh, there's really no part of Canada I thought was, like, awesome. Toronto, I really don't like. I love it. It's weird. There's something, like, off about Toronto. There's, like, a desperation about Toronto. Really? Like, they really want to be accepted by, uh, as, like, a cosmopolitan place. Yeah, there, there was a coffee shop that had a sign in the window that said, our milkshakes bring all the genders to the yard. And I was like, that's yeah, but you see that bizarre. stuff in Brooklyn. No, no. Yeah. No, not yeah. that, because that's, no, like that's dated just and weird. insane. Yeah, the whole yeah. thing is. It's, it's a, a song, song from 15, 20 years uh, ago. Listen, I don't think the U.S. could talk about being dated. The style but and everything in Canada. Really the U.S. Sense. is the best place. I was going to say about the halftime show. Is like I thought it was bad, but uh, whatever. I mean, you enjoyed it, whatever. Well, I like the song. All right. Uh, it's that, like, not just the halftime show, but then all the commercials I see, there's references to Friends and fucking Ben Affleck. That yeah, was like, what insane. the fuck? And all of this shit where it's like, this... I could not tell the difference between this Super Bowl and Super Bowl 33. You know, it's like, has culture just, like, frozen? I think all commercials are, like, you get two random celebrities. You get, like, Schitt's Creek gay guy. That's what I'm saying. It's that... I I hear you exactly, and I agree. All these cultural references are incredibly dated. Well, think about why they're doing this. You know what they they showed also with the uh, Super Bowl commercials? They're redoing Twister. Really? Yeah, like yeah, we're, we're not even making a, one, a new idea. One of the one of the the, the celebrity like uh, uh, commercials, they've kid and play. It's fucking kid and play. Man. Like they're like, like, that's forty years ago. I mean, yeah, House Party is forty years it's ago. From, <laughs> it's like 
is a 23 year old being like, oh, oh shit. Uh Fucking EPN. But you know what what (laughs) it is? People watching TV are that. Because all young people, they're not watching TV. So the Super Bowl ads for people watching. I think most they're catering to people that are 30 years old who all just want to see the same thing over and over. No, no, no it's purchasing power yeah, too. All of the culturally relevant stuff was in the Taylor Swift skybox. Literally. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it, it's just they cannot make a new thing for love and money. It's just it's it, it's it's now it's just an equation of you need this and action and the, you know and the stories are so bad. It's all for kids. Every superhero movie. Um, that they have, I mean, superhero movies are for kids. Mm -hmm. I'm over comic books. I mean, it's just, it's insane. It's insane. Mm -hmm. You know what's the good thing about Gabby? Is that she didn't hear nothing about- Her girlfriend, her girlfriend. Yeah, she didn't hear nothing bad about Woody Allen. She doesn't, she was kind of under the rock with that. She wasn't, so we're, I was texting you, what are the good movies Uh to really, and we're watching movies again, and it feels amazing. I just, I just showed her private parts. Howard Stern's movie. I love that movie so Incredible much. movie. But we are not making narrative movies anymore. Like cheap, good movies. Mm-hmm. But they have to spend $150 million to make a crap movie. Mm-hmm. And still the movie's crap. Mm-hmm. After, but morons in the middle of America. That's when, when you talk about taste and style and whatever, you go to Canada, fine. You went for three days and you didn't, you know, you weren't immersed. Fine. But the majority of this country, I guess, is going to see. Yeah, but but hold on, that's a al- comic book. That's always been true. That's always been true. And it's you think like, it's always been true? Spider-Man Six. When we were kids, it wasn't always true that we remade the same movie. So you're saying that Middle America somehow got rapidly dumber since the advent of the or internet? Or ma- yeah, maybe they were. Maybe they knew that they couldn't ask for more. No, the business changed too. I just mean that there's just nothing really like. But that's it, what I mean. It's like. Marvel shit does exist because it makes money. Yeah, but I'm not like during the Super Bowl, you're not seeing like, oh, here's like whoever plays Miles Morales yeah. going to. It's like we need Ross and Rachel from Friends for a Visa commercial, and it's like these they're, they look old, they mm-hmm. look terrible. Yeah, yeah, they and, look fucking. Awful. And the other the other faction of the of the Super Bowl commercials had this religious element. I oh, thought it was, was a Dr. Scholl's. I thought it was a Dr. Scholl's commercial. They were washing the feet, washing the feet. He didn't see the first half. There was like, there was like a Jesus loves gay people ad, and it was like a just some like a dad from like Ohio washing like a, just like a, a like a super gay guy's feet, and then it just said Jesus at the end. Yeah, it was all these images of people washing people's feet, which I thought would be great for Dr. Scholl's. It says he gets us. I would think it's Dr. Scholl's, <laughs> you know, who I imagine is a Jew. I don't know. And, I, I don't know. I don't you know, know, podiatrist of some kind. I don't know, Dr. That's Scholl's. not a real doctor, though, podiatrist. Well, whatever, you know yeah. what I mean? And then it says it was about Jesus. Jesus didn't hate. He washed feet. I'm like, maybe he washed feet a couple of times. I wouldn't freak. say that he was sitting there scrubbing He's down like freak. at the, you know, at the manicure place. He washed, he said you wash a neighbor's foot, but he was mostly a carpenter. I have to imagine he wasn't washing feet every single day like the commercial. They didn't say what he made though. What did he make? Carpentry? Yeah. I don't know. Cabinets. But did they talk about like the, what, like, was he making a credenza? I always think of that actually, Adam. They say he's a carpenter, but they didn't like, can he, is he good at dovetail joints? We don't even have like the Jesus chair. There's not one thing that's like famous from him. No, they literally. You know, like Miller or something. It's like it's like in the Holocaust when we were we had six million people in labor camps building. They were building with more than six like million actually. Ten million, 
okay, but we were in labor camps building. Is there a single building to come out of the Holocaust? What did we build in six years? What the got Jews? done? Yeah. Uh, munitions, probably, artilleries, stuff for the war effort. There's not a single structure. So what you're saying is that maybe it didn't happen. The labor, maybe, that didn't happen. And the labor, yeah. I'm saying, I'm not saying that I, you know, that I'm uh, disappointed. You know what I found out is, like, so when they set up the death camps, like the pure death camps towards the end, yeah. Is, um, you know, because you're like, how do you, how? Well, the impure, what's a pure death camp versus Well, the there were labor camp? camps. Yeah, there were labor and there camps. And there were ghettos. Oh, and then you that. would die yeah, slowly. Yeah, they didn't start until last, like, what, 18 months they were, when they were just like. Just burning okay, them. Yeah, let's just. And then Final solution. Yeah, yeah, when you talk about an industrialized genocide. But there has to be all this planning that goes into how do you get a bunch of people, you load them off a train, and then you can't just be like, okay, get in the oven. You know, right. it's like it's just going to cause chaos. So they would set up, and like this, I, I, the showers. They have little fake towns. They had little like fake, like uh, it's like the commissary, and like the, they've set up like fake, like yeah. so like, and when you go the like six, six Flags, where yeah. they have like the fake storefront, <laughs> yeah, so that people get off, they're like, okay, I guess this isn't like, right, it's like a little community or something. They're like, yeah, you know, of course it is, and then they're like, go through here, and then you go through there, and then they set up a whole way so that. Each ro like row of people, and they had know. actors. No, some of the prisoners they would be like, uh, "Hey, do you want to help us do this?" And they'd be like, "Do I have to die?" And they're like, "Oh, they didn't have like Looney Tunes or any like." No, they would take yeah. some of them. They're like, "Yeah, if you just don't tell people what's going on, you can be the guy that says the capos." Yeah, yeah. Oh, very sad. The Holocaust. If you ask me, really terrible. Terrible. But very funny that they made Scary. props. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The the. <laughs> like they made it like a yeah like yeah. a yeah. Like a post office and a saloon and a town hall. Oh mm. my God! Thinking about it makes me sad. It's crazy. I, I watched Schindler a couple. I never ago. seen it. I gotta. I gotta see it's that. It's a movie. great movie. Is it really good? Have you seen it, Nick? Yeah, I like Ralph Fiennes. I like Ralph Fiennes. I only saw it once, and then I watched it a second time recently. And it was good. Hel oh my God! Up. I cried my eyes out. So sad. It's a good man, that Schindler. I got in an argument with a friend of mine. Mm -hmm. a Jew who's like a know-it-all type and I said I was like I'm kind of feeling Schindler like you want to come over and watch Schindler and he said they're way better they're way better Holocaust movies I want to kill him I want to punch him in the face what's Nick the best Holocaust movie you've seen The Pianist Pianist is good Adrian Brody that mm -hmm. kid was good I told you my dad and I got my dad got really mad yeah, well, yeah. yeah. He has such a lame thing to complain yeah. about. My dad was like, uh, everyone was protecting this guy just because he knows piano. But the heroes were the r resistance fighters that were protecting him. And that I my dad was mad also that he stayed in Warsaw after the war, after what they did. I know, but it's like, you know what I mean when you can't move? It's such a big schlep. You have to move now. You yeah. just got out of the Holocaust. <laughs> i got to set up a truck and... It's just like, let me just like it's get back true, on the my feet. Yeah, no, yeah. It's true, the U-Haul. And he's got a piano, too, probably. He has a that's piano. Expensive. He's piano lucky movie. his house was still there. Did, like he, you go did he get his house No, back? but I'm saying, if you're after, you go to your apartment, you dust it off, like, fuck. Uh -huh. Let's just get our bearings again. There's got to be dust People have so everywhere. much judgment for what people did after the Holocaust. Like, your dad, what? Shut up. 
You're in Vegas. He's in Africa, like buying and selling slaves. My dad was not alive during the Holocaust, and uh, no, but it's like what he was it's not buying and like selling slaves. We shouldn't be judging either. what people did after this. He was mm -hmm. do, doing neither of that. They did what the hell they did. For the, for the record, yeah. Do you have any questions for me? Um, so what's LA like? Yeah, what's LA like? It's a what's dump. Hollywood like? It's a dump. You've been. We're in LA. He hates LA. Echo Park. I mean, yeah, it's all. She's a got shit a great place. Yeah, I'm in Echo Park, a really nice apartment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You stayed. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, are, w are you ever considering getting your, your car switched to manual? No. Do you think, I don't know how Nick, to drive as a manual. car guy, do you think it's for someone Are you a, a car guy? Just to do a manual swap on what? Uh, Porsche. I oh. have a very old, I, I, not very old, 2007. I got it actually for $14,000. I sold my other car for $9,000. So really it was like nothing. Uh -huh. um, but I've, I've already banged it up quite a bit. I'm not a great parker. Here's the thing what I do with parking. What when is I'm it? Bumped, it's not a 911. Then I'm in. No, it's, it's base Cayman. People, hate, people who love Porsche hate my car. What do you think about that? I'm not a Porsche guy. I don't really give a shit. He, he doesn't give a shit. What but he knows a lot about like? cars. Well, I just like cars in general. Like what? But what cars? Because like, they're Porsche guys. That's like a watch thing. It's a Rolex Porsche guy mm -hmm. kind of thing. It's, mm -hmm. like, it's like a DuPont registry sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um, well, she's, she's kind of a dandy. Uh, yeah. Well, I like it. You know, this is kind of a, more of a sentimental. Even if you're not good at parking, I mean, in LA, it's like you're dependent on everybody else. Yeah, exactly. That's why I bought car. an old car. Street, I'll never buy a new if car. If you're street parking your car, that's what's crazy about fucking bed styles. Like, there's like guys that have half a million dollar cars. There used to be a Rolls Royce just parked out on the street. It's insane. Yeah, I, yeah. buying a new car or buying a fancy show, car. Show Nick a picture. Mm -hmm. He'll like your old car. Show him a picture My old of your car, Corolla. I had a Toyota Corolla from 1983. That's a I Nick, Nick kind of car. I bought it for $3,600. Pretty good. Um, but the reason, and uh, let's see, I have it here. Was it a hatchback? I, me driving. Somebody took this picture of me, mm. and it was posted on some car thing. It worked amazing, but I couldn't say no to the money once it was like, it was vintage, and in COVID it grew up. So I was like, you know what, I could do. How it. many miles did it have on it? It had 140. And you bought that in LA? I bought it in LA. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the cool thing about Southern California. Is all, there's a bunch of cars, and they're all in good shape. Yeah, because yeah, you, have have no ice, you have no ice, you have no snow. Yeah. yeah. You know, the the Porsche thing is, I grew up. My father loved Porsche. Now I don't have a relationship with my father. We're estranged. He's you know demented and uh, very sick. I think probably. But I really don't know anything about him. Mm -hmm. But there's a few. Well, actually, things we have him here today. Let's give it up for Robbie's dad. Thank you. Um, but you know, uh, this is more sentimental. But as I as I grow up and think about him at my age, and he had all these kids. He had ten kids by thirty, and the stress and all this stuff. I start to like enjoy the ways in which I do have a relationship with him through myself. So it's like he liked that car. I grew up for whatever reason with a reverence for that car. No matter what, it's, it's in you from uh, before five. He loved that, I remember. So for me, when I'm driving that car, even if it's the shittiest version of it, it's old, it's whatever, it's banged up, I just get to enjoy the ways in which I'm like him or that he, what things he liked. Through we material, share, material. Yeah, through, well, through something, being, through something like, like a, a material person, thing. Yeah. Versus yeah. that's the only reason I like that car and knew of that car. It's not like I know every other car. Mm -hmm. I really just know that car. Nick knows every, yeah, especially like, Lena. You know what I mean? I wouldn't say that I know about cars. I just, if I could do that. And I always liked small cars just generally, just being somebody who grew up in cities in New York and Montreal. It's just, 
a truck, like now everybody has like, ma like I'm small and fast, the car is small and fast. It feels very like it matches. Mm -hmm. I, I, I wouldn't, you know, I don't see myself in an SUV. I know friends who, they don't even, you know, it's just them, they have an SUV. It's like, they gotta park that, they gotta move around with that. It's just, it's big. Well, that being said, uh, let's keep an eye out for what? What? Eye out for what? I don't know. I just want to settle this watch thing. What's, no, the, what's uh, the settle? Thanks for joining us. She wanted, she wanted Nick to feel nice. Thanks for joining and us. You, this and you violated Nick by, by... Thanks for joining us, everybody. I'll be in Columbus <laughs> this weekend. Guys, I will one be next month in I've Boston and Detroit. What did you say? One of the worst things I've ever done is this uh, this podcast interview. Why? Just was, just was. It was because your was shitty attitude. No, there was an animosity from the get go. No, there wasn't. I an animosity. came in with a positive. You were complaining sharing, about how long it was sharing, taking. Sharing, sharing. Sharing about what? I will what? be in London, England, next month at the Soho Theater. Go check March. it out. And Robbie's podcast is too far. May second. And maybe May second at the Bell House in New York. I will be uh, doing stand up. Yeah, and you can and listen to my podcast, Too Far Pod, wherever you find podcasts. And, and definitely, uh, this is the part where the guest usually says, thank you for having thank me. Thank you so much, guys, for having me. I really Thanks appreciate this. Thank you. Bye, thank Rob. You. Thank you. See you. Thanks, Robbie.